Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Torrin the finisher. Who is that? Thanks for calling in this morning. Hey, good morning, Sharina. It's Dee Dee. I wanted to just tell you thank you for your prayers. I know you are interceding for my my pop, so I love you. I just want to get on here early and give you a shout of love and appreciation. I love you. Oh, I love you too. You have a blessed day. You too, sis. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Torrini to finish it. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Susie. Hi, Susie. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Not a problem. I'm glad you're doing well. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Good morning, Manny Eva, Manny Yata, God, all that time, Good morning, Yvonne. How are you doing? Okay. Great, great. You have an awesome day, okay? You too. Thank you so much. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy and the Finisher. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Any first-time callers like to say good morning? Good morning. Anyone just join the call like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. You have a great day. You too. Thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy in the finish, and I'm the greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Very quiet this morning. Good morning. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? I'm doing well, too. You have a great day. You too. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Trevor the Finish, and I'm the greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Sister Tracy. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Sister Tracy. How are you? 
I'm doing a lot better. Thank you so much for asking. Oh, great. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's Diane. Hi, Diane. How are you this morning? Hi, Tarina. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Have a great day. You too. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Torina the Finisher. I'm the greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. That's good. You have a great day. Okay, you do the same. Thank you. Any first-time callers like to say good morning? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Please check your phone to to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Torina DeFinish, and I'm your, I'm your hostess this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in December for the monthly theme and title is Focus. Our wonderful and gifted declarers will definitely bless you. There are two announcements today. First, please join us for T&T Bible Study with Pastor LaBelle Jones tonight right here on this call from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory and give an effort to share the gospel, both local and abroad. You can do so by visiting declarevictory.org, paypal.me forward slash declarevictory, or cash app, dollar sign, I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusted in Him. There is no prayer request from the app, but I do have a, it wasn't, it was a spoken prayer request. This is from our dear Moni in the middle. Please keep Moni, her husband, Claudio, and Moses, and their family in prayer. They just found Claudio's brother passed away on Sunday. Please. Because this was a sudden and unexpected, they were not prepared, so they are praying for a miracle to happen so they can lay him to rest. Please pray for comfort, peace, and guidance. This came from Moni. Please pray for her and her husband and her family. We love you, Moni. The order of the card is Prayer and Corporate Praise, brought by Barbara, Declaration, Beverly. Then we go right in closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, Prayer and Corporate Praise, Barbara, Declaration, Beverly. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare, Beverly. The scripture for today today is Hebrews 4.12. 
For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the vision of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. That was Hebrews 4.12. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and the doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it's instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Barbara. Have a blessed and safe day, everyone. Barbara, if you're praying, we cannot hear you. Hey, I need an ambassador to step in for Barbara for prayer. I'm here. Thank you. Good morning, saints of God. Let us go before the throne room of grace on this morning. Father, this morning we thank you. Thank you, first of all, for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way, Father God, the activities of our limbs, oh God. And before we ask for anything, God, we just want to thank you for everything that you've done. Father God, first of all, we come to you asking for a miracle on today, for our own dear sister on this morning, as she has petitioned, Father God, to you. In uh, request, Father God, so many are mourning the loss of loved ones. But we have a special request on this morning for Sister Moni and for her loved ones, her family, Father God. We thank you, God, that you are a miracle worker. You're a promise keeper, and you are a light in the darkness. You said, press that ask for anything, and you would do it. God, I just want to thank you for those that are on the line on this morning for prayer requests that weren't spoken, those that um, need uh, a miracle those that are yet waiting on the promises of God on this morning. God, we thank you this morning that we always should be ready in season and out. God, I thank you this morning that you are God and you're God alone, and beside you there is nobody else. God, I thank you on this morning for giving us a warm place to sleep on last night because someone was homeless, didn't have a place, God, but I Thank you for reminding us that you promised us, Lord, you would never leave us, nor would you forsake us on this morning. Father God, on this morning, we are praying for those that are weak and wearied and have grown troubled in their well-doing, Father God. You said that you would be with us if we don't faint. On this morning, Father God, this has been a journey, 2020. Our eyes have been open to true facts, God. We thank you on this morning for God, everyone that is in the prayer room on this morning that desires to live better, to do better, and to be better, Father God. I thank you right now, Father God, for your word never changes. 
It is always active and alive in us, oh God. Father God, thank you that we are the beacon lights that are shining on a beacon hill on today. God, I thank you right now for those that are sick and shut in, those that are in convalescent hospitals, those that are in the hospital, in the ICU ward, Father God, fighting this fierce coronavirus, those that are hopeless, God, so many have given up, Father God. Those of, that are backsliders, Father God, to return back to the ark of safety. Those that are incarcerated, Father God, and are behind prison walls on this morning. Father God, we're praying for everyone that is on the front line and the prayer warriors, which is our essential workers of God on this morning. We stand awaiting, Father God, so that way we can offer up the incense and the sacrifice of praise on this morning to you. Father God, someone is there head, having to go to court on this morning. We realize you are a lawyer in a courtroom. You've been the doctor in the sick room, Father God. So on this morning, here we are. We're coming, Father God. We're laying everything at the altar on this morning, casting our cares over on you because you care for us on this morning, God. Father, we thanking you right now. I'm thanking you for uh, the marriages that are on the line on this one morning, the wives of the husbands that are joining hands together, coming together in these emergency situations as they're erupting. Father God, we're praying for this nation on this morning. We are your people, God, and we thank you We are for being the sheep of your pastures. On this morning, we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise on this morning. Thank you, Father God, that we have an active voice and that we have an active sound on this morning. So we're going to let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. Oh God, on this morning, we're pulling down the strong man on this morning for those that are dealing with all types of different ailments. So it's so many, we can't even name them all. But God, we thank you right now. I thank you for this opportunity that we come together, united, uh, God. I thank you right now, Father God, as we enter in, as the uh, declarers come in on the line and they begin to cry out for their uh, daughters and sons and nieces and nephews, Father God. We're praying for those that, are in, um, that have uh, had to deal with death all around us, this COVID-19 virus, Father God. Thank you for they have found the vaccination, but God, what will it do? So all we're going to do right now, we got to learn how to lean on you. We got to learn how to trust you, God, and we trust you at your word, first of all. We thank you right now for being the seers, God, for those that see and that is given the vision. You said without the vision, the people perish. I thank you for the visionaries here. I thank you for the one that, uh, sister, that is bringing the word Sister Beverly, on this morning, God, I thank you right now. I'm praying for those that can't even lift their heads up on this morning. They're sick unto death on the uh, ventilators on this morning, God. I'm asking for mercy and grace uh, to go in into their positions, Father God. We're asking that you look in on those that are in our on our evangelist teams and those that are ministering the word of God this month, oh God. We thank you because you all can do anything. We can do 
do all things through Christ that strengthens us. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So we're crying out, Abba, Father, on this morning, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Father God, we're just coming to you for our daily wants on this morning, not from tomorrow, for tomorrow is not promised, God, but I just want to thank you. God, I just want to give you praise on this morning. You've been good to us, God, uh, better than we've been to ourselves on this morning. Somebody don't have a voice. Uh, somebody don't even have a sound. Uh, all they can do is sign language. Uh, Father God, teach us how to walk in your word. Teach us how to talk right, God. Father God, as we go into the marketplace on today, let it be favor, Father God. Let all that, that those that need us, God, you know before we ask for anything. God, you already know the situation, so I'm asking you, Father God. I'm asking that you look in on those that are single and waiting, Father God. Thank you for those that are in the Declare Victory Room on this morning, God, that we will come and we will collaborate on this morning and see what you are saying for us to do on today, God. I thank you right now that your Holy Spirit will just fall right now. Fall down on us, God. Rain on us, God. Breathe on us, God, as we have our backs up against the wall, Father God, in all kind of situations, God. Somebody don't have the finances on today, but God, I know that you got all. You said, I own all the cattle on a thousand hills, Father God. You told us not to worry and not do uh, go a uh, faint on this morning. So God, I'm asking all the declares on the line on this morning, unmute your phone and begin to cry out to God. He said, I'm here and I hear your faintest oh, cry on this morning. God, I thank you right now for each and every one on this morning. God, I will shake We thank you right now for the things that are about to take place, God. Even as we come here this week, God, I thank you for the reason, God. I thank you for God right now, God. I thank you for how you're blessing us, God. No other help as we know. Father God, whatever you do, I take this spirit of Thank you for every man that is represented on the line on this morning. We thank you for that sound, God. Thank you for that sound line on this morning. Oh, God, how we thank you and we praise you. How we love you, oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you and we praise you. Crying out this morning, God. Have you way, God. Oh, God, you the glory. Look in the face of the enemy. Tell me the 
be healed, Father God. Let the name be touched, Father God. Let the name be touched, Father God. Thank you, Father God. We thank you right now, God. Thank you like you promised, God. We thank you, Jesus. Have your way, God. Hallelujah. You are able, Father God. In our lives, you be glorified. In our hearts, exceedingly abundantly, all that we ask is we thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.
Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God.
We thank you and we praise you on today. Amen. God bless. Uh, good morning. Praise God. Every uh, one that has uh, sacrificed their morning to uh, give it to God, we just thank you. Um, I think the hostess, uh, uh, the mighty prayer that we heard this morning and the corporate prayer, which had a sound that was so different to me. I just thank you all. Our focus is uh, focus. <laughs> focus. Um, I'm going to be coming from Daniel 5, 1 through 5, and then um, I'm going to hit on 25 through 28. Again, that's Daniel 5, 1 through 5, and we're going to focus on uh, the writings on the wall. 5, 1 through 5, Daniel. Belshazzar, the king, Who was, uh, who was the, uh, he was king of Babylon at the time of its fall, made a great feast to a thousand of his lords and drank wine before the thousand. Belshazzar, while, while he tasted the wine, commanded uh, to bring the gold and silver vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, that the king and his princes, his wives, and his concubines might drink therein. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken. They were looted in the destruction of the first temple out of the temple of the house of God, which was in, at Jerusalem. And the king and his princes, his wives and his concubines drank in them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood and of stone. In the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. I'm going to jump down to 25. And this is the writing that was written. Mene, M-E-N-E. Mene is a weight or a measurement. Mene, tekel, to weigh. Of Harson Peel, P E A L. This is the interpretation of the thing, Mene. God hath numbered their kingdom and finished it. Tekel, thou art weighted in the balances and art found wanting, Paris, to break into. Thy kingdom is divided and given to uh, Made, a territory located northwest of Persia and Persians. Now, let's be totally honest. Every now and then, each of us like to throw a party. We like to reserve a location for the party, compose our guest list, send out the invitation, wait for a response, request certain styles of gifts to be donated for the celebration, hire the DJ, select the finest drinks, design special shirts, appoint the hype man or woman, prepare the menu, hire the best security or bouncers, as we like, uh, like we as as we party like Prince says, like it's 1999. But there's nothing wrong with partying, but the way you party and conduct yourself. Yeah, that's right. Some people get carried away with their conduct and careless lifestyle. I want to inform everybody: God is watching presently and persistently 
on how we live our lives and treat other people. There should not just be knowledge that God is real, but there should be a knowing that God is real. And this is exactly what Belshazzar had to learn the hard way because God will crash a party and he crashed his. We use the expression the party's over to say uh, whatever a person has enjoyed doing has been completed and reality has set in. The person must now face whatever consequences are facing them for some of the silly stuff that they've done. (laughs) In the text, the geographical setting is Babylon and what a beautiful city to behold. It had been built into a fortress that was rated five stars. It was surrounded by a huge wall that some say was 1,650 feet wide and a mile long. It had 4,500 pillars shaped like elephants, which made up the walls 40 feet high. In fact, six chariots could run abreast on top of the wall. It was encircled by a large moat and the beautiful Euphrates River ran through the midst of the city. The Babylonians trusted the security of the city and ignored the sovereignty of the Creator. But as is the case, anytime we trust man's wisdom and ability, we are trusting on a false security. The Babylonians thought uh, they had it going on and living the life to the full. But God is getting ready to crash the party. Y'all get Betty. Historically, in the text, it's been 70 years since Daniel and the other Jewish teenagers arrived from Jerusalem and were placed into Babylonian captivity. When they first arrived, King Nebuchadnezzar reigned upon the throne and died 24 years prior. And now his grandson, Belshazzar, a lightweight, sits on the throne. Belshazzar who I call Mr. Big Stuff. Mr. Big Stuff. Mm. Who do you think you are, Mr. Big Stuff? (laughs) He planned and he threw a blasphemous banquet and puffed up by pride and power, the ruler, the ability to direct and dictate the affairs of the kingdom, turns the palace into a pit of perversion. Here's Belshazzar. He was a highly skilled and influential man. He had trained peacocks with gold harnesses, which pulled miniature chariots loaded with wine and meat. And he also had an orchestra of over 3,000 musicians which performed in the garden 24-7. You had to have that many in order to perform 24-7. But God is going to crash the party. Now, focus. Focus, focus, because in verse 1, we see his indignation. In verse 2, we see his intoxication. In verse 3, we see his immorality. In verse 4, we see his idolatry. And the handwriting is on the wall that God is not pleased with King Belshazzar's lifestyle. The the corruption of the king in, in Daniel 5, 1 and 4, we read it. Belshazzar the king made a great feast to a thousand of his lords and drank wine before the thousand. Belshazzar, while he tasted the wine, commanded the gold to bring the gold 
and silver vessels, which his father, Nebuchadnezzar, had taken out of the temple. They stole it, which was in Jerusalem, that the king and his princess, his wives and his concubines might drink therein. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple. God, which was at Jerusalem, I'm sorry, of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem, and the king and his princes and his wives and his concubines drank in them. Yes, it's my time repetitive because some of you may not have got the first time, so I'm saying it again. They drank wine and they praised the gods of gold and of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood, and of stone. The king was committing blasphemy by drinking out of containers dedicated to God. They were God's utensils, and he was using them, praising his gods, Milji, of gold, silver, brass, iron, wood, and stone, and not the true living God. He was also, he also invited a thousand of his lords, and you see that in Daniel 5 and 1. These were both the officials of the government and influential and wealthy people in the land. He did this to keep the officials from rioting and overthrowing the government. The king provided them with a great banquet party, and no one had to, excuse me, worry about BYOB affair. Everything was on the house. Also, to keep his treasury full, parties for the influential helped to loosen their purse strings and, and scheme the rich out of their funds and aid the government. Uh, in this case, it was the king. Later, we read his wives and concubines drank with them, Daniel 5 and 3. Now listen, focus. Normally in those days, females were not part of the partying, but when wine confused the brains of the men, they wanted women and got them. And usually they were not good women, but gullible, wine-babbling women, for they participated in the drinking and they skipped their AA meeting. The tense word drank in the text expresses that there was continuous drinking to the point of being inebriated and strange things began to happen. Secrets were taken into the closet and left there after the rendezvous like dangling skeletons. I walked in on people doing things that they had no business doing. In fact, uh, they, some tried to hide it and some may offer it by asking, have some. Now, it's bad to get caught in your sin. And even worse, God sees you. Now, the party was rolling, the alcohol was flowing, the wickedness was growing. Nothing was sacred to him. Belshazzar was responsible for how his kingdom was being conducted. But that didn't matter to Belshazzar because, in fact, he had too much capsulated, coordinated, and constipated pride. Why did he put on this party? In the first place, the timing of this party was during a treacherous time for Belshazzar and the Babylonian Empire. The Persians had already invaded the land, and just uh, uh, had already invaded the land. And just in a few, a few days earlier, Nabonidus had suffered a crushing defeat in their hands. All that's left to completely conquering the land was the great city of Babylon under the reign of Belshazzar. In fact, on the night of the party, the Persian army, focus, 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 the Persian army was camped outside the walls ready to attack. 
some have suggested that Belshazzar hosted this party to build confidence and encourage the people not to worry that uh, the walls of the city will save us. Moreover, others have suggested that he hosted the party as a coronation of himself as the sole king of Babylon since uh, Nebuchadnezzar had been defeated. Whatever the case, they were partying like there was no care in the world. Belshazzar and his guests remind us of how many people live their lives. Their main objective is to eat, drink, and be merry, which is the motto of this world. They act like that satisfying the flesh and having what they call a good time is all that matters. They never seem to care about God and eternity. The confusion in the court. In the same hour, that's Daniel 5, 5. In the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Now, let's admit, for a while, everybody in the king's palace was getting tipsy. And they partied like there was no tomorrow. But then the party was disturbed by an unusual happening. I can imagine everyone laughing and talking, but then the place went dead silent. Now, I'm sure you probably could have heard a pin dropping, every heart beating and knees buckling. What was this interpretation of this royal party? We read in verse 5, in the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Suddenly, out from nowhere, fingers began writing on an area of the wall that was illuminated by a lampstand. I bet the people sobered up real quick when they saw these, this strange phenomenon. Now, me, personally, I, this sister would have took off running. When I see a hand, if I saw a hand and nobody, girl would have been gone. This sister would have been the first one to get ghost or killed that day. You'll find out why. In verse 25, we are told that these fingers wrote on the wall, and this is the writing that was written. Mene, Mene, Tekel, you parson. Both Hebrew and Aramaic are written right to left. So no doubt this hand wrote these words right to left as the king and those present watched. We are not told if the words were all written on one line or each individual words on a separate line. In either case, it certainly got the attention of everyone, especially Belshazzar. Now, the when of the appearance of the hand in the same hour, the when in the same hour, judgment time had come. The party was over. The timing helped to show uh, to the profaners that their wickedness was the straw that broke the camel's back, and the judgment had come upon them immediately in the same hour. The where, in the appearance of the hand, the where upon the wall of the king's palace, Daniel 5.5. The location of the fingers writing was where all could see and where the light was positioned a man's hand, and wrote over against a candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. This 
was excellent so all the party could clearly see the fetus and what they wrote. It reminds me of the saying, what's done in the dark will soon come to the light. Now, we got the consultation with the prophet. In Daniel 5, 17 through 24, I hope you've got y'all writing this down. You'll discover that the king couldn't read the writing. That's Daniel 5, 17 through 24. The king called for the magicians. And those who study the stars and said to the wise men of Babylon, whoever shall read this writing and tell what it means shall be clothed in purple and have a chain of gold about his neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the writing nor tell the king what it meant. So King Belshazzar was greatly troubled and his facial expression was misconfigured. (laughs) And it should have been. And his nobles were thrown into confusion. Now, the queen mother heard of what was happening. and She came to where the party was being held. Let's read verse 10. Now, the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came into the banquet house. And the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. The queen mother was the wife of Nebuchadnezzar himself, which also is Belshazzar's grandmother who said, don't be worried about what has happened. There is no reason why you should be as pale as death. (laughs) Her attitude didn't match the gravity of the situation, but her suggestion was a good one. So she summoned Daniel the king's greatest advisor to interpret the writing on the wall. So Daniel was brought in before the king and the king said to him, are you that David? One of the men who were carried away captive, whom the king, my father brought from Judah. I've heard that the spirit of the gods is in you and that you have understanding and great wisdom The wise men and the magicians have been brought in before me to read this writing and to tell what it means, but they're not able. I have heard that uh, you can tell what dreams mean and answer hard questions. Now, if you can read the handwriting on the wall and tell me what it means, you shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold about your neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Now, check it out. Daniel answered the king, keep your gifts and give your rewards to another. And without them, I will still read the writing on the wall to you and tell you what it means without charge. Now, here comes the condemnation by God, Daniel 5, 25 through 28. And this is the writing that was written, Mene, Mene, Tekel, Aparton. This is the interpretation of the thing, Mene, God hath numbered thy kingdom and finished it. Tekel, thou art weighed in the balances and art found wanting. Paris, thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then Daniel gives Belshazzar a lesson in religious instruction. Focus, focus, focus. He reminds the king that he 
is willfully rebelling against God, against the knowledge he had of God's dealing with his predecessor. And to make matters worse, the king had attempted to demean the living God by abusing the vessels from his temple, the sin of sacrilege, and to commend non-existent gods, the sin of idolatry. Daniel charges the king with the sin of dishonoring the Lord whom his grandfather had honored. Then in, in Daniel 5, 25 through 31, having prepared Belshazzar for the bad news, Daniel tells him the meaning of the writing on the wall. I'm almost done. This is what it means, Mene. God has numbered your kingdom and brought it to an end. You never know when your time will arrive. Tackle. You are weighed in the scales and found wanting, meaning that the kingdom was not living up to God's expectation. Paris, your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Your life possessions will be left behind for someone else's enjoyment. Then, at Belshazzar's command, Daniel was clothed with purple and a chain of gold and was put about his neck. <laughs> and he was pronounced the third ruler of the kingdom. But on that very night, Belshazzar, the Chaldean king, was killed and Darius, the Mede, received the kingdom. The writing was on the wall. The writing was on the wall. The condemnation by God. Daniel 5.25. The writing was on the wall. The queen mother thought she had an answer, but the writing was on the wall. The consultation with the prophet. Daniel 5.17-24. through 24. The writing was on the wall. The when of the appearance of the hand in the same hour, remember? The where in the appearance of the hand upon the wall. <laughs> Praise God. The confusion in the court in that same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand. Hallelujah. The writing is on the wall. Father God, we just thank you right now in the name of Jesus for all that you have said, that all that you have brought into um, our eyes, into our ear gates, Father God. We just thank you. I praise you for all that you are done, the victories that are about to be won, Father God, and I pray that every person listening on this line, Father God, received what was said and understood what was said and, took, and will be able to take something away in the name of Jesus. And I just thank you. Amen and praise God. If some of you joined in late um, and would like to say good morning, please take your phones off mute and uh, say good morning to us. Good morning, it's Carla. Good morning, Carla. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, amazing, as my sister Didi would say. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Good morning, Rita. Good morning, Rita. Good morning. This is Juanita. Great declaration. Good morning, Juanita. Thank Good you. morning, it's Yvette. Great declaration. Good morning, Yvette. Thank you. Anybody else? 
Good morning. It's Gloria. Excellent declaration. God bless you. Good morning, Gloria. God bless you. Good morning, God morning. Great morning. It's E.K. Excellent declaration. Good morning, E.K. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Good morning, it's Leonia. Great declaration. Thank you so much. Good morning. God bless you. Bless you. Good morning, it's Bernice. Good morning, Bernice. Thank you, sis. Great morning. God morning. Good morning. Amazing story to you. Better tell a story. Ladies, love you because the writing is on the wall, honey. The writing is on the wall. The writing is on the wall. Love you too, sis. Anybody else? Anybody have any comments or want to have uh, an impartation or if they have anything that they want to add, you're more than welcome. I enjoyed the... um... The word, what you just spoke, um, I don't have nothing to say. I just I just want to say I enjoyed it, you, um, and I want to read that again. I wish I could hear it again from you. Um, if, you uh, if you would uh, uh, put something on. Uh, oh, Cynthia. On the... Cynthia, okay. Cynthia, um, if you remind me through, through the... Um, on Facebook, then I will definitely send you some notes. <clears throat> or you can go to, you can re- hear this again on uh, the Color Victory. Beverly. Beverly. Yes. Yes. That was amazing. I just had to tell you, you know, I got this little 10 month old, and she won't allow me to. God, but oh my God, sis, that storytelling ability that you have, oh my God, thank you, because you, yeah, that was a journey, I love you so much, thank you for that this morning. Oh, you are welcome, I love you back, sister. Thank you, thank you. I just want to say, Ms. Beverly, how um, you, when when you read the stories and then somebody began to illuminate it. Um, when you started out saying that he was a lightweight, I was like, here go, let me get Indian style right here. So at the end of it all, I got my mad, honey. I could go down. It's nap time. So I appreciate your declaration. You made it so clear. Um, and, and it just brought back so many memories. I could hear my mama say, you know, watch the company that you keep, girl. Don't you see the writing on the wall? It's just so amazing how um, you learn things and um, things are imparted at a certain time. But then, but then God brings revelation at a certain time a time when it's most needed. So great declaration. I just can't say it enough. Like Dee Dee said, oh, amazing. It was just like, it was awesome. God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, sister. Good morning. This is funny that I'm in agreement with everyone. The storytelling was amazing. And and I was with you when you said, uh, if I saw a hand with nobody, I'm I'm out of there. I'm wow. gone. So that was fun. But, yes, thank you for a great declaration, ma'am. You are welcome, Juanita. 
Beverly, it would be like the cartoon character, you know, when they're trying to get out and it's, they run through the wall instead of the door. <laughs> you, have, you ain't got to tell me. I'm not one of those people that I'm not going towards nothing. I'm running. I hear a noise. And I'm <laughs> so thank you. Oh, my God. It's so good. I, I'm like, shit, I was sitting back with a baby laying on me. I was scooching in, listening, like, okay. Then you stop. Like, can, can keep going. It's good. <laughs> um. Look, when we see something like that, if we saw some hands come around that wall and start writing and there's nobody, oh, yes, Beverly here, right here, right? This girl right here, she getting go. She out. Adios, sayonara. Ciao for now. Amen. <laughs> uh, hey, Thank you, sister. Y'all supposed to be child of God and y'all going to run for stuff like that? Y'all supposed to have faith. You stay that in and fight it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you know what? <laughs> you absolutely right. We are. But let me tell you, that might not stop me from running. I'm faithfully running for my safety. That's what I think. She only said that because she can't you. run. <laughs> but I tell you what, uh, yes, you're right. We should have faith. Um, then we have those, we have all these different personalities. Some will stay here and look. Some will wait. Some will leave. Or whatever. But Bev probably would have ran. However, if, if I would have ran, I wouldn't have been able to finish the story. Amen. <laughs> well, thank you for saying this. Amen. Good morning, it's Beverly. This is Sonia. It was beautiful, uh, but I would have had that seat. Don't fail me now. I would have moved. Definitely. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey, Sonia. <laughs> Thank you. Praise God. All right. Anybody else? Oh, I also wanted to add, you gave me another outlook on what, um, about the vessels when they removed them from the temple. I'm sorry, say um, that again? You gave me a different outlook on um, the vessels. Oh, yes. Yes. Different outlook on what the vessels, mm-hmm. we always think they're just uh, um, inanimate objects and really thinking about the vessels could be us as well, being removed from the temple and how we should keep our focus in this time, bringing it up to mm-hmm. this time and point in time that we should remain, keep our focus, even though we've been, even in our reset. My goodness. Yeah. Come yeah. back on mute. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, we have to look at it differently. We have to bring it to today. And um, I'm looking at that. And so when they brought those vessels and they, they took them and they took them, um, out of the temple of God, which um, was at Jerusalem, and the king and his prince and his wives and all the concubines and everything, they drank out of them. They drank from what that was God's stuff. They took them, and they drank out of them. But, oh, they saw the end result, that the king had to die. Yeah, that's the reminder of messing with stolen goods. So you read what you sow. That was good, mm-hmm. Sonia. Thank you. Rochelle, get mm-hmm. out my I was, we saw I was thinking the same thing. 
you talk about that every everything like a hustle or a, a come up all that because at the end there's something to pay you know you reap what you sow and, and you were talking about it, it reminded me of when my children when, when I would tell them like to be mindful of the company you keep and and you know what I'm saying be careful even um getting in cars with people we were looking at the news this morning a young lady and I think it was San Jose it was killed because she got in a car with with some, another young person driving a stolen car. And it's just another reminder of the, the you know, just to be mindful. You can't, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm 53 now, and I used to get upset. My mom would say, uh-uh, you can't go over such and such house, or you got to be mindful. And then as a mother, I did the same thing with my children, and most of the time I was right, or she was right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's something about those people that you're with. They're into something that you have no idea about, and that's how there are so many people that get in trouble because they're not focused. You know, signs are there too, but you're not focused. So thank you. I mean, it was so good. Again, um, just good. I love um, messages like this because it makes you go back and study more stuff and kind of get your focus back right, right? And I'm going back right. to the wisdom. I'm, I would still run. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it made you. It made you think about. It's like it's like being steadfast, unmovable. Don't don't move from where you're at. I mean, take stock of what what's around you and and. And realize everybody is not just because they say what they say. You got to sometimes you got to move your feet from underneath that table and and move your feet just to see clearly what the picture is. Because like my mom will tell me that dog don't hunt. You know, it is what it is. I'm gonna pop my head in here really quickly. So, <laughs> you know, hello. You know, those that bring a bone, sometimes yes, they're gonna have to carry that right bone back. Somebody should mute their phone. Oh, yeah. right. Yes, it is. And I'm excited about the good news. <laughs> yes, me too. So, Papa Google you know, says less. Like Didi said, uh, uh, I'm still going to run. And like I said, I'm going to beat my feet to, to, to out, out the easy streets. I'm not going to stay there. You know, whatever people, mm-hmm. whatever they bring, sometimes you got to let it hit the floor and, and stay there. You know, and I'll ask the Lord, do I need to pick that up? And he'll tell me half the majority of the time, no, don't pick that up. Let it stay on the floor because it ain't for you. That's right. So That's right. Mm-mm. Like, mm-hmm. what is it, Deion say? Make a decision. Okay, I made the decision. It's going right. to stay on the floor because it don't have my name on it. Hello. Keep it, keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Yes, keep so it moving. You, That's have right. to, you have to understand, you are, you're a vessel. So you, you, he's he's making you find it pure than gold. So keep it moving. Keep mm-hmm. it moving. Yes, keep it moving. That's right. Going back on you. Thank you. Thank you for that. So the writing was on the wall, and the king, um, he was going to do it his way regardless. He had no cares. He had nothing. And just like we have people today. People today, you know, they want it their way or no way, and they're going to do it their way, and they, they're going to influence you to come in and be uh, right there with them doing it their way. Not your way, but their way. And so we have to take a stand. It's like, okay, now what am I going to do? Am I going to, how am I going to uh, interpret this? You have to stand. Okay, so there's somebody who is talking in the background. Um, you might want to mute your line. 
or they probably put their phone down. And, and so probably over the weekend, it got mm-hmm. Anybody else? Good morning. God morning. This is Jeff G. Hello, Jeff G. Hey. So I'm, I want to come at it at a different angle because it amazes me, even in the midst of our sins, in the in the midst of us doing wrong, or when it seems like we have turned our backs on God, he's still doing the amazing and the miraculous. Now, we laughed about running when we see just hands coming up and nobody and writing on the wall. But I've seen people that have prayed for other people. They've been healed of cancer. They've been healed of different things, this and that. And even in the midst of their healing, in the midst of God have moving, we're still amazed at the fact that he's done it, or sometimes we don't even believe he's done it. One Another um, story that comes to mind is when Peter was in prison. He got up and started shouting those that were praying for him. He actually went to the church where they were praying for him at, and only the little girl went to the gate. Nobody believed he was there. Although they were still there praying and asking God to release him, he was there. I mean, God's moving. And he moved in a way to where they couldn't even believe what was happening. So God does that for us. And it's not an excuse or it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card to continue in sin. But it's just the fact that even in the midst of our sins, that he still does amazing and miraculous things for us. And we still, it's, it's uncomprehendable. We, we really can't comprehend it. So that that, that by itself is just... Um, didn't hear the last part of what you said. Okay, I said um, that by itself just gave me a different spin on it. How he mm-hmm. does the miraculous, even in the midst of when we're doing wrong. And again, it's not, like I said, it's not an excuse to continue or not a get out of jail free card to continue to keep doing wrong. But the mere fact that he loves us so much that there's no, I mean, there's absolutely no reason to hold our head down in shame where we can just ask for forgiveness and get up, brush ourselves off, and focus on the on the, on the get up and just renewing ourselves or allow him to renew us. Yes. Renewing. Renew the mind. We all done did something. We all been someplace, and God has, you know, uh, favored us and allowed us to get up, but if if we repented, because we got to do that. Um, but um, we do have to stand. We do have to say, okay, God, yeah, I did that. I sure did. <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> but then... You know, you talk to God and you tell him, let him know what the deal is. And then it's it's over. It's done. But you got to be, you can't just repent and say, I'm sorry. You have to mean it wholeheartedly. Because then now if you do it just because, then you're doing it because, uh, okay, God going to forgive me. Uh, That's not sincerity. You got to do that thing wholeheartedly. Like, okay, God, look, deep down, I, I'm, I'm all messed up because of what I did, and I am sorry. Repentance. Now, 
had the story would have changed had King Belshazzar repented. He didn't care. Hallelujah. Thank you, my brother, Jeff G. All right, anybody else? Well, if not, um, it is 707. I just want to say, isn't it the beauty of it that we can go and ask for forgiveness? And the door is not closed, that he is yet and just to forgive us and be wholeheartedly about it and and not do that thing again. I mean, we can say sorry to a lot of people and they don't forgive us, but unto God, Mm -hmm. that's that's good. That's good. Ooh, that's good. That gave me a chill, yes. That's good. God is good. We have choices. He's amazing. He's magnificent. He's extravagant. When you really think about God and His love for us, you know what I mean. And and oh my God, this this is so necessary with everything that's going on. The heaviness. If we really think about His love for us, um, thank you, Rochelle, for just reminding me this morning. Um, his love, his love is just bigger than life. It's so, it's so much, you know, um, going on. But when we really think about how he loves us through our mess, and 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 thank you, brother Jeff, for just reminding us again. Um, turn, turn, renew. We can pray, ask for forgiveness, and we gotta confess because he already knows it anyway. But and mm-hmm. like the scripture tells us, if we, if my people see, we do a lot of praying and fasting and all that stuff. But are we turning? Are we changing? Are we really mm. repenting? You know, and th- we really have to not just talk about it. Again, fasting, praying, laying out, speaking in eight thousand tongues. But if you're not, that heart is not changing, and you're not mm-hmm. humbling yourself for real, for real. I'm talking to me too. Then the healing, the healing. Um, Pastor Coleman, not trying to take over the call, but he is such a question. You know, he has post questions that really make you dig and look up those scriptures and what it really means. So if you guys have a chance, look up William Coleman III. Some of his questions has really made me go back and, you know, some of the scriptures that we think we know or we're, we're saying mm-hmm. or quoting them. Do a little bit more study, and I'm grateful for for pastors like that. The same with mine. It'll make you just get a better, a diff, different understanding. And then as we're praying, our prayer changes because we are truly um, giving God back the word, his word, because it's the same. But he's amazing. That's today. Thank you, Rochelle. Amazing God. <laughs> he's all of that. <laughs> so today, just think about his love and where we are and the fact that we are still on a prayer call. Oh, my God. Mm. That's, that's yeah. love. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, yes. That was profound. Wow. Thank I think we did tag teaming because I, I, when I'm in worship, I say, "You're so good, God." You had to add another O to your name just to kind of get a description of how good you are. So mm. that part right there. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, amazing. Yes. Mm. Praise Hallelujah. Anybody else? 
Well, amen. Amen. Um, just remember um, at the end of uh, that message um, what, that, what those meanings were. And he was telling Bel- King uh, Belshazzar that Mene, God has numbered your kingdom and brought it to an end. And he did, and it did come to, your, come to an end. And then you are weighed in the scales and found wanting, meaning that the kingdom was not living up to God's expectations. There was a warning, I was telling you. And then it says, the priest, your kingdom is divided and given uh, to somebody else. So your life possessions will be left behind for somebody else's enjoyment. Everything that you have is really not yours. Because once you're gone, it remains for somebody else to enjoy. So I want to just say thank you to everybody who, you know, came in and had a response. This was such a powerful um, um, ending to uh, the declaration. And I thank you all for your, um, your time and for your comments. And uh, if there's nothing else, I wish you all a wonderful day. And um, I believe, I didn't hear the very beginning, but if there's um, Bible study with Pastor Lavelle Jones, um, is that still on for tonight? I believe so, TNT at six, um, yeah. At six o'clock, okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone. You have a wonderful day. Um, and uh, make sure, you know, that, you know, you, you are a blessing. You bless somebody. If you're in the store, bless somebody. Help somebody. See a homeless person on the street, bless somebody. Give back. Well, everyone, have a good one. Praise God. Thank Love you. you. Thank you. God bless you. Love you. Love you. God bless you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye, Bye, girlfriend Yvonne. Have a good day. Love you too, Yvonne. Bye, you guys. Bye-bye. Bye, Ms. Mona.
Praying for 